to a very special Oaken Bros. Special edition. Long Island edition. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. And with us is Adam the Holzer. Ma- the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adam Holzer. We met Adam. I met Adam. I just want to first thank Adam. Event. I want to thank Adam for coming on. This is, I feel like privileged that like we're sitting with him, you know? He's a networking extraordinaire. Guru. Guru. Thank you. I, before you begin on how we met Adam, because I want to hear this story. I have to tell you something. I follow you on social media, specifically LinkedIn, because I'm not really on much other social media, but LinkedIn's, you know, we're big on LinkedIn, as you know. And I have to tell you something. You look like you're having a ball everywhere you go. You could be at fucking Temple, and you're like, yo, this is Adam. We're live at North Shore Synagogue. We're hanging out. We got shit. We got bagels and locks. Are you this fun to be around because like i watch your social media i'm like i want to hang out with this kid i'm serious thank you it's the truth <laughs> did i catch <laughs> you off guard because like <laughs> i knew i was opening with this you are so fun and like it comes through your energy social- yeah it comes through dude you're smiling in there you're out seven nights a week you're the party guy like wh- i mean he's literally you should catch me at a shiva <laughs> seriously are you like dancing you know like hello my baby like are you- he's literally like his business is making connections like that that's exactly his total his, his company is called connections for hire can you put however you put that up it's connections for hire.com if he doesn't Absolutely. have a logo we'll get him that logo but like have you always been this extroverted because you're you're a celebrity to me on thank LinkedIn. you it's funny one of my best friends and mentors his name is greg pajak and he calls me wasabi. Okay. Because when you eat you're sushi, sp- you're spicy as hell. When you eat sushi, the perfect amount of wasabi can make the dish perfect. Yeah. But too much can just kill the flavor. So <laughs> I've been learning how to balance my levels of wasabi. I'll say I like that much. That. Right. I like that a lot. Growing up, have you always been like this? Were you an introvert? Did you turn into an like? Give us, give us the whole right, like story. Right. I was, I was an introvert that kind of had to turn into an extrovert. So like I had to practice doing this. Michael did it. Michael loves people and talking and being the center of attention. Like where did you come from? So came from the place of being an extrovert. You were, okay. 100%. So I was definitely on kind of figured that. this side of the table. Yeah. And I'll tell you that I was the type of kid growing up that had a lot of friends and acquaintances. I was bullied as a kid. But, yeah, but who wasn't? It like, was more but, so the teasing type of bullying that, you know, yeah. you, you do with your friends and everything. And I was always me. I was always, whether it was too much wasabi or not enough wasabi, it was always extroverted. And it's awesome. So, were you the, ever. The name of this podcast has to be Too Much Wasabi. Too Much Wasabi. With Adam Holtz. I think 100%. that's fantastic. That's the name of your podcast, by the way. Too Much Wasabi. It has, it has to be. The Wasabi, prog- the, the, the wasabi podcast. Yeah. My, my idea before was going to be for the Ocombros to uh, be the sponsors of my equipment for my podcast. <laughs> I think that'd be fantastic. Sure. Look at that. One camera and a couple of mics. As long no. as you're making donations to this podcast, I have no problem. <laughs> I, think, I think an Ocombro shout out every podcast I start, I think that gets some good branding recognition. We can do that. Maybe, maybe we can work out something. We'll become producers. Yeah, right. Don't threaten me with a Pod- good time. Podcast producers? <laughs> so were you always... The party guy like when you were at a place where you like you know you would talk to anyone you would network with anyone you, you know like that's i don't want to talk about me because this is a this is the adam holzer show you know an oaken brothers production well, f- funny enough when we first i want to get to when when we first yeah. met we met at a networking group that was set up by our friend josh rieger i knew him from high school you know rieger 
I'm not quite sure. Yeah, Rieger's my boy. I was going to say, like, you know, yeah. anyone. He's my shalom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure how you met him, but we were sitting there. Big shout and, out to Josh Rieger, by the way. And, Absolutely. And we zeroed in on each other because we were the only guys wearing jeans. Everyone else was lawyers or an accountant, and they were all dressed up. And, like, we walked in. Suits. In, like, suits. And then, like, we just sat next to each other, and we just started talking. Okay. And that's how, that's how we And this guy orders chicken and sausage with no peppers no vegetables <laughs> nothing and he's like bring on the cholesterol and i'm like you gotta tell did me more you, i think you did you eat the whole thing i think you ate like my whole dish no i took i took one or two pieces i actually yeah. got eggplant parmesan to go that night because i had to leave early right because yeah you wanted to put your daughter to sleep or something. Yep. yep but you were next to me to my right and i'm like wow this guy doesn't eat vegetables and he looks great that's right that's right that's another yeah. podcast that's another, another time that's another health podcast but we don't want to get too personal but anyway um so you guys met at a networking event and we were going to bring adam in with marketing what was that i, well, I don't we, remember you know he was doing marketing at the time and we had some shitty like yelp reviews right. and i wanted to drive up those reviews online from former drivers by the way i just want to yeah, put that out there it very rarely do you get um you know, good reviews online. So, you know, it was one person said, you know, oh, you have some really bad reviews online. I'm like, oh, how many other people looking looking at that? So then I met Adam at a networking event and mm -hmm. I brought him in and we had some different conversations. And that was actually our conversation that we had made me realize that we have to blaze our own path with what we did with Oak and Bros and what we did with BLS. Mm -hmm. So that was that meeting that we had with him kicked off everything that we started doing on LinkedIn. Where'd you go to college? Undergrad, uh, actually out of high school, went to Suffolk Community. Nice. Did well there. Got a half scholarship to Adelphi University. Great. Got uh, accepted into a dual program over at Queens College for my master's. In what? Uh, business and education. And then I got a scholarship for a doctorate at Columbia, but it wow. wasn't something that I wanted to do. You know, there was a lot of school in there. Mm -hmm. um, believe it or not, Adelphi was a phenomenal experience. And then after I graduated from Adelphi, before I went back to, before I went to Queens to do my master's, I went back to Suffolk for a, a semester because I wanted to get an advancement on my degrees. I'm, I'm a little bit of an overachiever. Mm -hmm. And I became really good friends with a lot of my professors at that time. And they told me that when I finished my master's, to come back and become an adjunct teacher or an adjunct professor. Mm -hmm. So when I finished my master's at Queens when I was about 24, I would then went back to Suffolk where I became an adjunct professor. That's actually where I started up my first, um, th th at that age, I started up my first business, uh, my first entrepreneur experience. I was actually ironically driving limousines. No kidding. I was working uh, as... Um, That's right. I remember you told me that. Yep. I was coaching middle school baseball. And I think I was working with my dad every couple of weekends or something just to make some extra money. I was always really hustling, but went you, to school. Did your parents own a company? Like, were you born with this entrepreneurial spirit? My dad is a solopreneur. So he is a manufacturer's representative uh, that, ironically, you have auto parts on here. So my dad's an auto well, parts manufacturer's Callahan, rep. It's Callahan from Tommy Boy. Yeah, yep, yeah. I got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> pun intended. So my dad is actually a salesman. My dad owns a, his own sales company. It's always been him. And he's the middleman between the manufacturers and the warehouses that store and buy the products. Gotcha. And my mom was a teacher, uh, 
a nursery school teacher. So not in the public school system, but she was a nursery school teacher. Gotcha. So growing up, I always loved the value of education, but I also always loved business. You married the two together, right? Literally married the two. That's right. hard to be good at both, to be an entrepreneur and to be good at school. You don't always find that very often to have that type of drive. Yeah. And I've been very fortunate to surround myself with different levels of, of entrepreneurs that have the schooling and those that don't. And it's really interesting to see the different skill sets that they both offer. Were there any books uh, along the way, specifically in the beginning? Because this is, this is a really fascinating story. Were there any books or inspiration? Tony Robbins, Gary Vee was, wasn't really big probably when you were doing this. But like, what, was, what sparked your, you know, your thing? No books. I, I'm actually pretty dyslexic. Okay. Even though I have okay. a lot of school degrees and everything, right? School, uh, reading was never a strength of mine. I actually have a here, here. <laughs> same, same <laughs> yeah, thing. No, here, here. Same yeah. thing with Eric. I have. A, I'm not a, dyslexic, but I don't, I don't like reading. I have a beautiful bookshelf in my office of these amazing books. Whether it's a Tony Robbins books mm -hmm. or uh, I have this book that my friend Jim just gave to me recently called The Go Giver. What what people don't know about me, which is really funny, is that a lot of people give me books as gifts. And they get, and all these people actually give me the same books. And I don't tell them that like, oh, I have seven copies of this one already. Right. But people think of me and they say, oh, I, this book is so you, you have to read it. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, no. Uh, no books that really. It's fascinating. So who, so who in, inspired you to do this? So the first person that inspired me was when I started up my first corporation. His name is Matt Vogel. Matt is. Did you go to Syosset? No, Matt went to, he was a great neck kid. Great neck, okay. Yeah, and Matt is about, I want to say he's about three or four months younger than me. So I'm 33 now, so it means he'll be probably 33 soon. I think there was a Matt Vogel in every single district in Long Island. <laughs> On Long Island. Yeah, because I, I knew a Matt Vogel. <laughs> yeah, and Matt at the time, so my dad, I, I remember graduating with my master's, and I said to my dad, I was like, Dad, I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. I have all these degrees I obviously have a skill set, but I don't know what that skill set is. I, I actually felt like I was having like an identity crisis. I, I knew I wanted to work. I knew I wanted to hustle. I just didn't know what I wanted to do to earn money. And my, my dad introduced me to one of his clients, sons, that he's known for years. You know, I have a Vegas hat in front of me. So my dad actually met, you know, my dad met Matt before, but my dad went out to a really nice steak dinner, at, you know, in, in Vegas. And Matt, who was 24 at the time, treated his dad and all of his dad's customers to dinner. What a, what a, what a nice move to do when you're the kid. Right. And Matt was a venture capitalist. He still is today. And Matt and I met and he actually gave me my first corporation as a gift. And I was a creative marketing strategist for what Matt was doing. So Matt was basically investing in companies, almost very shark tank like, and it's funny because, you know, Matt has a, a doer's diet and he maybe will have a shrimp cocktail or two. And we would meet with probably about 150 different companies a year. Mm -hmm. And the companies that we would meet with were all small businesses and they all needed help with their marketing and their business and mm -hmm. they needed funding and they needed someone to advise them. So I was the guy that would do the research and the deep dive into the marketing and understanding where they were, if they had a good reputation, a good presence, if they were, if they had a future of what they were doing, if they did enough of an analysis to understand what their competition was doing. Mm -hmm. And then Matt would basically take my advice and either, you know, I, I would say he took it about 70% of the time, but 
he would end up either investing in the company financially or he would donate his time or he would just figure out a way to help that company. So we did that for to get together for about two years before I went off on my own with my corporation where I was, it was actually called belly flop designs. Mm -hmm. And was that, that, that Elijah Wood kid, the one that looked just like Elijah Wood that you were here with one time? No. no, no, okay. Because that kid looked just like Elijah. He Wood. was, he was straight up Elijah Wood. He, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yes, that's not that's not Matt Vogel. No, that's okay. not Matt Vogel. All right. No, all right. And I took the business for about two years um, after I was with Matt, and I built up a really nice book of business where I was doing outsourced uh, creative strategy. So I was helping small businesses, very similar to what I do now. Mm -hmm. I was helping small businesses with their marketing, creative, uh, from the forecast of understanding, you know what services they needed to advertise and market their business. I was basically their marketing plan on steroids, but I was a fiduciary to make sure that I was giving them the right proper advice. I wasn't pushing one particular product like a website design or social media because I wasn't the one doing the actual design or the work. I was just doing the strategy and giving the advice. Mm -hmm. um, so long answer to your question, Matt Vogel. <laughs> Matt Vogel. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So today you're at Connections for Hire explain to the world what connections for hire well, had this had that seed yeah, begin like, like yeah did you just you went to bed one night you woke up you're like i'm starting connections for hire like how did it ha give us the journey on that thank you for asking so i was with a company uh digital marketing and advertising agency so at, i'll rewind it so with the company i had my corporation got to the point where i was tired of being batman that's what i used to say i did what know what does that mean define that Tired of being Batman defined is I didn't know how to be a business owner. Right. I was 28 years old. I am a very high achiever when it comes to delivering quality product and service. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that my clients were happy. You know, I uh -huh. had a little fear complexity of my clients not being happy. And we all do. That's pretty par for the course. Good. That's what keeps you up at night. Yeah, yeah. it really does. It keeps you motivated too. <laughs> when you have a pissed off client, you bend over backwards for them. Yep. And if any of my clients are watching this now, don't get any don't get any tricks from this because I know that you're happy. <laughs> yes, exactly. But even when but, they're not, you're the the point of an of an entrepreneur is to make your client happy, right? That's that's the whole point of this. But anyway, I digress. That's okay. We, I'll, I'll digress plenty. So I ended up not wanting to be Batman anymore. I actually really wanted to be Robin, and that was the ongoing joke that I had with the owner of the old company I was with, who I still maintain a nice relationship with, and. He brought me on, it, we called it an unconventional opportunity. I didn't want to necessarily be an employee, but I didn't necessarily want to continue the business path on my own. So what I did was I formed a relationship with one digital marketing and advertising agency that I was with for almost three years. And we grew from a team of five to a team of 20 in about two and a half years. And we were doing... I want to say a little under 400,000 when I first started there. Okay. And uh, before I left, we were doing just under 2 million. Mm -hmm. And it was a really great opportunity. I was able to grow my personal brand. I was able to, I've always been a giver. I've always loved to help people. So all my clients, it wasn't just that they were getting services of digital marketing and advertising at this agency. They were getting Adam Holzer's, you know, fiduciary advice of, you know, I think you should do this or, you know, I think that this would be a good connection for you, or you know, you should really have a conversation with this person, or hey, you know, I think this is a good direction for you to go in. And from there, I actually got really entrenched in that one business for about three years. Mm. So I don't want to digress. The question I believe was, how did I get started in this realm? 
I started realizing that if I was doing this outsourced business development for one company and I was able to help them earn certain levels of success, why couldn't I do that for some more small businesses? Mm -hmm. Because I've always enjoyed representing underdogs. I've always liked helping people that need help. I don't know if it's like a superhero complex mm -hmm. or not, but I've always liked working with people that deserve the help. I, I actually say there's five qualifying factors for me to work with somebody, whether being a client or someone being in my network. And those five factors are motivation, which I call a burning relentless desire, integrity and reputation. They have to have it. I've always said that your reputation is your net worth. They have to deliver a quality product or service because if they don't, then they shouldn't be in my network because it's a reflection of my reputation. The fourth thing is positive mindset. So earlier before when you talked about, you know, people wanting to be around me and which I really appreciate you saying. It's the truth. Yeah. Always had a positive mindset, you know, not that I'm overly optimistic, but got to be positive. You know, nobody wants to work with a negative Nancy. No offense to any Nancy's listening. Yes. And the following of the fifth one is that they need to be a giver. They need to want to give. So giving is a couple different ways. It, it could be a financial give, which is generous, but I've always said that your time is the most valuable currency. So people that- That's give, the only thing we all have in common. Yes. Where everyone has 24 hours in a day. How are you spending that 24 hours? Are you bitching and moaning and not doing anything? Or are you being productive and giving back? I know that Thanksgiving, I saw you on LinkedIn and you had this- big drive i think right like this big thanksgiving drive yeah it was huge fascinating tell us about that fascinated about that. sure so and we'll jump back to how you got into connections sure. for hire because i have so many questions for you <laughs> good and I'm you have to send me some pictures of it we'll put it up on the podcast i appreciate it thank you so no synagogue pictures though no it's okay no, I'm talking about the food drive take the, oh, okay take, right. the, take the yarmulke off <laughs> so i wanted to throw a launch party for my company i officially so I, I resigned from my old position back in May of 19. Mm -hmm. And I actually had the idea, I didn't have the name Connections for Hire um, until I want to say it was in the middle of August of, eight, of, of 19. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to throw a launch party. My company officially started September 1st. I think the corporation and everything was done on August 28th. And special shout out to uh, Ian Alpert for helping me get everything started. It was really, uh, really big help at that time in my, my life. And I wanted to throw a launch party. The, the company launched on September 1st, but I didn't want to bring on any clients until I had my operations, my process, my procedure very structured. Uh, I brought on my operations mastermind. All my team members have cool titles. We have uh, our director of first impressions. We have our guru of growth and we have our direct, uh, we have our operations mastermind. And Michael always wanted to do that. Can you, can you email me a list of the titles you have? Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're so stuck in like that, like shoulder pad, you know, 90s, like executive vice president. Like, no, I want to call this guy the guru of growth. That is awesome. You're welcome. Yeah, you Michael, I, Michael's I, always been into that. But you know what? It, it like you reinvent yourself. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about taking a gamble and reinventing yourself and, and coming out on the other side a success. And yeah. I, I think you're... You're there, but go ahead. I want to hear more. So I was going to throw a launch party in November because I officially onboarded, I believe it was about a half a dozen clients in that period of time. So I've, I actually have a beautiful office. One of my, uh, the gentleman I mentioned earlier, Greg Pajak, that you know calls me the Wasabi, he has a, a gorgeous office and he offered me space in the office. Um, before I even started my company up, he, he said, hey man, you know, you need a place to get away. You need a place to kind of get your mindset. 
and he gave me space for a couple of months, no, no charge, just wanted to help me. Um, now I pay a significant amount in rent, but sure. it's, it's worth it for the waterfall and the space in general. Yes. But I wanted to throw a launch party. And my wife and I went, you know, we go to a lot of charity events. We, we're very involved in a lot of different charities. We aren't in necessarily the position financially to, to give to them, but we give in our time and we give in our network by sure. bringing a lot of our, almost like an entourage or a posse. I bring about anywhere from 25 to 50 people with me to events that I go to. And I go there because first off, it helps the organization. But second off, it gives them a taste of things that I do and why I do it, which I think kind of enlightens them to see the bigger picture in life. So my wife and I went to an event for Island Harvest. And I remember my wife on the way home, she said, what can we do to help? Yeah. And I said, I, I said, I don't know. I said, you know, I was just starting the business up. I was literally living straight out of savings. No, no real income coming in. Right. And I said, you know, we're not in the position to financially give, but why don't we give the way that we know how? Why don't we invite our network? Why don't we throw in? I said, instead of the launch party that I'm having for my company, I said, why don't we do like a subliminal launch party and we'll throw it for Island Harvest. Brilliant. And we had about 150 attendees. Everything was donated. The DJ, the saxophone player, um, 10 different food caterers, um, the desserts, the coffee, drinks, everything. And we actually raised, I want to say it was around, I want to say maybe 8,000 pounds of food. And we fed 4,200 local families. That karma's coming back. <laughs> no, that's, that's good karma. That's, it's it's that's, amazing. That's Anthony Robbins 101. Yeah. yeah, you have to give in more value than you receive. And if you yeah. can give more, you get what you're looking for. I remember I took so many pictures from the event and we actually, we had photographers, we had video, we, we had so many things, but I remember uh, seeing all my friends because, you know, in my, in my network, you know, I, I don't, I call it my book of relationships. I don't call it my book of business. And I remember all my friends coming downstairs with bags, bags of non-perishable foods. I had a, a couple of people that brought in the, you know, the little wheelie carts mm -hmm. that, you know, they had to use the elevator and they brought in just literally cans upon cans of food and um that night after we had we collected everything i remember we put it in our corner office which is like our biggest office that wasn't being used at the time and you couldn't even step into the office like there was so much food in there so island harvest gives us these crates and these boxes and goes all right load it up whenever you get a chance and i'm like Wait. i'm like whoa i'm like i'm a i'm a startup business i'm like i'm I'm like, I don't, I, I said, I did this event. I said, I can't. So right. uh, this guy, um, Ryan and uh, this other girl, uh, Gianna from Island Harvest came. We all rolled our sleeves up together. We put the crates down in my office. We filled up, I think it was um, four giant pallets of food about four feet high. And they, uh, they took it off. They fed local families. And now um, we have our next one. I think it's going to be uh, the thursday before thanksgiving at my office again next year it's gonna be an annual event let us know about it we'd, we'd like, like to, to contribute. Uh, contribute to that that's really cool thank you very much yeah, no it's not i mean question. this just shows the power of networking right and whether it's online whether it's offline you know it has to at this point at this day and age it has to be both but the power of networking is just so powerful. it's massive it's everything though yeah i networked to get to an agent right to get my to get my film agent mm -hmm. i networked to get my literary agent. It, it doesn't happen where like, you know, you're just sitting and, and waiting for it to come you to you. To you have to work, but it's work. But what you look like you're doing on LinkedIn doesn't look like, doesn't work. Look like work to me. You're, you. It looks like you're out seven nights a week, having drinks, rubbing shoulders with, you know, 
prominent Long Island business people. And you look like you're enjoying the process. I was hanging out with Esther Fortune off the other night. Really? We, I went to, I uh, to shop at Fortune all the time. One of my clients, uh, their name is Compel CEOs. And they're like, I'm super proud to represent them. Uh, Steve Ramarini is the founder of Compel CEOs and they work with CEOs. They have um, mastermind groups where they basically come together for peer mentoring and um, executive coaching. And, you know, Steve and his daughter, Jamie, they're now a second generation business, which is a really cool family business. And they invited me to this event. And I'll tell you, I felt like it was right after like all this Corona stuff going on. Yeah. And it was at uh, the Carlton and Eisenhower. And we had all the, these high end influential business professionals. It was like being in a Petri dish sardine can. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. But it was an award ceremony for um, um, multi-generational um, businesses. And, you know, Steve invited me and I was like, Esther Fortunoff um, gave a speech and everything. She was actually a member of Compel. And it was just, it was really cool. So to answer your question, um, I'm out, I, I go to anywhere between seven and 15 networking events a week. Um, that is, is that, is that breakfast, lunch, and dinner basically? So it's funny. You're making me tired. I'm, I'm actually getting exhausted listening to this. I'm actually not in any networking group or organization. No, I realize that. No, you don't realize that. I'm going to tell you why you don't realize that. Right. Most people are in a morning breakfast group or a, a lunch yeah. group or anything like that. I don't see that on your LinkedIn. You're not saying I'm part of this organization. You're just, you're going and you're networking. People just, people invite me. You know, yesterday, I'm, I'm not a Stony Brook alumni, but I was invited to Insignia for um, a full, like taking care of meal and everything else. And it was for Stony Brook alumni. And I said to this guy, I'm like, like, I'm not a Stony Brook alumni. And he goes, no, I know. Right. And I'm, and I'm like, so do I just come? And he goes, yeah, I'm inviting you. You just come. And I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. So not to say that you were wrong before, but. No, it's all good. I, but like, but I knew that though. Okay. Like, and I never alluded to the fact that you were part of any chapters because you're running your own business. But like, how did, just do people know you? You're like, yeah, come on in. Like, what? How does I mean, that that's work? A, like, I, I was when you were saying seven to fourteen. I'm like, he's going to say a month. He's definitely going to say a month. Yeah, yeah. That's what was coming yeah. to mind. So, mind. there's different groups that are kind of more like hangouts that I'm in. I'm in a group called Nexus, which is um, it was founded by my friend Devin Kolka and Rob Menino, and that's higher end young professionals that are hustlers. They're go getters. They want to, you know, they want to get it. So that's, that's a great group that I'm part of. Uh, I'm part of a group called Boss, which is Businesses of Superior Standards, which is an organization that works straight, strictly in facilities and operations, which is funny because I don't do either one of those things. I just, you know, I, I have always just connected people in the group to help them with their business development. But the groups, you know, the, the, seven, the seven to 14 or 15 that I go to, they're mostly charity. I, I, I'm, I'm given a lot of, I'm given tables, I'm given sponsorships where in return, what I'll do is I'll invite my network and my network will, they'll, they'll, they'll make the donations, they'll do the raffles, they'll, they get basically brand acknowledgement of learning what the brand sure. is. And what's really special about that is like, I'll go to an event where I'll invite my, my group or my entourage of friends and business professionals. And then a month later, I'll go to the next one where I didn't invite people but those people I invited from the last one are actually there. Right. So it's like, it's really neat. It's like, you know, I, I tell my wife, you know, she always says to me, you know, my wife comes with me to a lot of events I go to and you know, she's a stay at home mom. You know, we have our daughter, Molly. Love it. And 
my wife will come with me to events and she'll say, oh, I want to come with you tonight. I'm like, well, why? Because like, it never used to be like that. And she said, well, oh, because, you know, Marianne's going to be there or oh, I, I want to see Devin. And it's like really special because she, you know, I'm basically building a culture or a community of business professionals, but it's friends. It's like yep. I still have my friends separate, but we see each other so much because of business that, you know, we're creating that community, which is really special. It really is, it's Adam's list. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Thank you. What's a typical day for you like? What, what time do you wake up? What time do you go? Do you work out? Do you you know make yourself coffee? Like do you watch Fox News? Like what do you, <laughs> what do you what do you do? Like what's a day in the life of Adam Holzer? So because if you're going to fourteen fucking events a week, <laughs> I don't even know where so to begin. My days need to get better better structured. To be honest with you, okay. I'm I'm up usually at five a.m. Not by choice. I you know goes back to the laying in bed thinking about, you know, client satisfaction and the overachiever syndrome. And I'm up at five where I'll, I'll usually lay in bed. My, uh, my daughter, Molly will sometimes come into bed with us in the middle of the night. So our I'll, kids I'll, don't do that. So you don't have anything to worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll lay there and I'll actually just look at my wife and my daughter. Um, I'll, I'll lay there from 5am to until I really need to wake up. You know, I usually need to wake up at six, six thirty. Yeah. But I'll just lay there in bed and I'll just look at my wife and daughter and I'll count your blessings. Yeah, because that, that's what it's all for. Yeah. And then I'll get up. I do my routine. Um, usually I, I actually will have meetings at my office at 630 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, you know, time yeah, being. For everyone's reference, we started this at 7 a.m. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was up at 520. I, I was up at five, but I got out of bed at 520. And. I'll go to I'll go to an event or I'll go to a meeting that I have, you know. My, a lot of people want to meet with me because they see that I'm helping other people, right. so they want to know how maybe I could help them. I'm very selective with who I spend my time with sure. because it's it's not just at times about most valuable currency. It's that you know when I mentioned those five things before of who I surround myself with. I need to get to know somebody. I Part of my business model is vetting and qualifying people because if they're going to be in my network and if I'm going to recommend them or refer them or introduce them to somebody, that's my reputation. So I need to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm qualifying somebody because if someone's a scumbag and they're just a pushy salesman that has commission breath and I introduce them to someone in my network or that to is, a client. That's exactly, I, I agree 100% with that sentence. That yeah. the, the, I can't stand salespeople like that yeah. that people who are you have trying to sell, to sell a product you, you have, have to sell yourself and you have to sell without selling and i right that's exactly yeah. right and and that's what that's what i learned that's a book i haven't read yet <laughs> sell without selling. i coined that shit think he coined that, it? I, don't, I don't know if that's a book it, sell it without selling is. it probably is it, it probably but the is. point the point <laughs> is is that like i learned that from from my mom who when she would sit down with someone she would act like she knew them for 30 years and then i would say to mom how did you how, when was the last time you hung out with this person? These people like celebrities and owners of hotels. She goes, I've never met him in my life. But you're looking at someone and you're not going, well, you know, I got the best limousine service on planet. Like we see those guys. We got the best limousine service on planet Earth. Our we, technology. Is the greatest technology. <laughs> right. We have the best drivers. I now love the, the voices. <laughs> but it's, you should see the limo industry. But the joke is. Come the, shul the, the, the shoulder pad. People, the, shoulder, the shoulder pad brigade. <laughs> the shoulder pad great. It's great. Because they walk in the shoulder pads and go, we have the best cars and drivers and our technology is the best. And we're sitting there going, 
so now any RFP that we walk into, the first thing we go is we have the best cars and drivers. <laughs> there, our sales pitch is over. Now, what's it like for you? You know, like, what'd you do today? You know, why are you going to RFP now? What's the point of this? And like, you know, how many kids do you have? Do you play golf? And then the, everything just like melts, right? All the, the tension in the RFP melts or the presentation. Because it's yeah. hard to humanize an RFP. Right. And, and if, if you can do that, you win. You win. That's brilliant, Eric. That's absolutely brilliant. And, and, that's a, and you're right. That's, that would be a good uh, blog, humanizing an RFP. You guys should. We'll, we'll do, an, we'll do a, a, a clip right now on LinkedIn, you know, yeah. humanizing an RFP. An RFP is, a, okay, tell us about your company. We have the best cars and drivers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want us to say? Like 50 years in business, our, our parents started it. Um, my brother and I have a podcast that has 250,000 followers after this podcast. <laughs> oh, everyone gonna, from Long gonna, Island. We're going to siphon Adam's. Everyone yeah, from Long Island is going to officially, <laughs> hey, everyone. Oh, we forgot to do like, subscribe, and all that shit. Um, everyone from Long Island is going to be officially following us after this Adam. So we don't podcast. have to worry about that because Harvey just puts up a thing that's like, click, click, click. Right. So, so it's okay. fine. Okay. So, so anyway, go ahead. I digress. No, that's okay. Pushy, it's nasty salespeople. So I'll meet with people. Um, I usually have between five and eight meetings a day. Uh, the meetings are about minimum of 75 minutes. Most of them are about 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's because you really need to take the time to get to know people. Sure. Uh, my friend Greg and I, I mentioned earlier, uh, the Wasabi, we're actually starting up a networking organization that is, we're going to be launching in the next couple of months. And we're very tired of the way that networking and business development is done on Long Island. It, we, it's definitely very broken. And we want to create a better environment and community for business professionals that are fiduciaries to their clients, that are not the commission breath salespeople, that are not just the employees that want to, in, you know, enjoy a commission check. And we're we're going to be launching something in the next few months. Uh, we're working on the name and everything right now. It's it's been really fun. Greg is Greg's an alien. He's a he's a unicorn. He's extremely. You guys you guys actually should really meet Greg. What day. are you? What's with hype? So I because we're, we're gonna you push that like whoa. On LinkedIn. You hype, hype. Yeah. Yeah. So hype is an organization through the HIA LI. Um, HIA is Hopog Industrial Association. And they're the second largest uh, industrial association in the country. The first largest is in Silicon Valley. And I'm... No shit. Yeah. Silicon Valley to Hophog? Yeah. Those are the two largest. It's uh, like Beverly Hills and Syosset. You know? So... Yeah. Greg and I, we we founded Hype. We were offered by the CEO of the HIA to take over the Young Professional um, Committee, as they called it, and we launched Hype, which is HIA's Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs. Once again, it's just another way to give back to help young professionals and entrepreneurs in a community to build relationships, to be able to do business, to put better food on their tables and keep a roof over their family's head. Um, so that that's Hype. Hype is very different than what we're looking to do now. We're looking to do more so business development, networking. Hype is more just a community for young professionals. We do a lot of education. We do a lot of get-togethers where we bring you know people from the community together that are part of the HIA. Uh, to go back to something that you asked earlier, I'm very big into vibes, you know, energy. Energy is very important. I wrote the book on that. Yeah, I bet you freaking did. No, I did. I did. I wrote the book <laughs> on Just Ask the Universe. Just Ask the Universe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So in that, in that traditional business day, you know, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I know you guys have crazy eating habits. I, I used to like starve myself because I was always so, so much focused on hustling after the wrong thing. I was working hard, not smart. 
now it's great. Now I, you know, I have fresh fruit with every meeting I have. I have, um, you asked me if I drank coffee earlier. If yeah. I drank coffee, you wouldn't want to hang out with me. Sometimes I like, if it. I need to pick me up, maybe I'll have a cup of coffee, but you wouldn't want to hang out with we me. We don't drink coffee. Okay. Yeah, no, my eyes go like that when I yeah. drink coffee. I'm more of a, a tea guy. I think it's, it's a, have you ever heard of the term pattern interrupt? Pattern interrupt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah, Tony Robbins. Yeah, it's yeah. A, Okay, it's a marketing term that came well before Tony Robbins. It actually started with um, the Ginsu knife from back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but pattern interrupt is uh, people ask all the time, like, oh, why don't we get a cup of coffee? I don't. I, I say, why don't we get a cup of tea? And people are like, oh, wow, that's so different. Right, right. Like, yeah, like a little pattern interrupt. Right. But well, go on. we go on some tangents. I like this. Yeah, I know. I do too. It's okay. We can get derailed. I'm going to just say with how I end my day. I end my day, I get home from my events. And so like someone made a comment the other day to, um, in a meeting, I wasn't at this meeting, but I was one of the sponsors of the meeting and someone said out loud, they, they said, all right, uh, the next meeting is going to be at Adam's office uh, in March. And this gentleman that's in the room said, Adam, that guy's everywhere. He needs to spend more time with his family. Yeah, absolutely. And he was dead on, but you know what? I said to, and, and people in the, people that were in the room that know me, I, I got a handful of phone calls and text messages saying, you won't believe what this guy in this group said about you and your family. And I was a little annoyed by it. Not because, listen, like I want to be spending time with my family. I mean, you guys have done an amazing job, you know, with BLS over the past, I think the last three years has really been a game changer for you guys in your business. Thank I you, think, yes. especially over the past year and a half since I've really known you guys, you. it's been a significant difference in your business structure. And you guys have sacrificed. You know, Greg says, Are you, have you made the conscious decision to sacrifice pleasurable experiences in return for pleasurable results? And being a startup and being a hustler and being a 33-year-old dad to a stay-at-home mom with a beautiful house in Dix Hills that has a business that doesn't exist really, you know, outsource business development. And the answer to that guy's question when he says, Adam, that guy should really be spending more time with his family. I would love to be spending more time with my family, but I'm sacrificing pleasurable experiences right now for the pleasurable results. And I was on the train the other night going to the Nick game. I was invited, um, Chase, um, JP Morgan invited me. Um, actually, Compel CEOs invited me, but we were in the Chase suite mm -hmm. at, um, at the Garden. Like Center court. That must have been a terrible time. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we left after the third, too, because I was like, I said to my wife, Were like, they getting like, killed? Because that's like a. No, they were up 15. They ended oh. up only winning by two, though. Yeah, well. Welcome, yeah. welcome to the New York Knicks. But I put my arm on my wife's shoulder and, you know, remember, we're still living out of savings. You know, my, my business is, you know, just starting to become maybe a little profitable. And I put my arm on my wife's shoulders and, you know, we're around business owners that are doing, you know, 10 million, whatever it is. And I said to her, I'm like, man, these people don't know who we are. <laughs> yeah. And that was almost a twofold definition when I said that because, you know, I, there's a term I love, rising star. And, you know, I, I really, I really admire, you know, those people that work hard, that hustle. And I almost feel like, you know, I, I don't know what this is going to become or where it's going to go, but. Yes, I, you do. I, I don't. You can't, yes, you, 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 can't, you can't say that. But, but you if, you, if you don't, you better, you better figure it out because you have yeah. to have a goal in mind. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to sit there and say that. You're never you know, going to get out of where you're at. I know now. you're not a universe guy, or at least I don't think you're a universe guy. But like, let me tell you something. You go, I don't know where this is going to go. Let me tell you something. The universe is going to grant you your wish. So you, you're not, if you're going to say, no, I'm going to be doing 100 million sales in 10 years from now, 
the universe will respond. The universe will respond to that. The the business model is going to be changing, but I, I put my so my wife and I were, were sitting in the suite around all these people, and and I said to her, I said, you know, this is this is this is special, and, I, and we just kind of looked at each other for a minute, and we just kind of took it in, and but on the train ride there, I'll, I'll never forget this moment on the train ride there, and this is just on Monday of this week. We're on you know we're on the Ronkonkoma branch, and I'm looking into the windows of people's homes. Well, you know, while we're going 50, 60 miles an hour, whatever it is. And I see, you know, it was about 5.30, 6 o'clock. We were on the train. And I see that people have their TVs on. And I said to, I said to Lara, I said, it must be nice watching TV. You know, you get home from your 9 to 5. And, you, you know, you watch your yeah, TV. For some, and for some it's not. And, and, I, and I said to her, I said, you know, and, and last night was actually the first night I got home before 8 o'clock in a while. And you know, I, I hung out with my daughter Molly. You know, she was in her princess little dress, and you know, my wife's high heels. It was very cute. And I said to her, I said to my wife, you know, I said it feels really weird to be home right now. I said I don't really know like what to be doing. I said I'm just here. I, I shut my phone off. You know, didn't have my phone on me. You have to be present. But I said this is really weird. Like I felt like uncomfortably weird, like being out that much and networking and everything else. So. And the way I end my night, just so you guys know, is I put on uh, reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. And I DVR Everybody Loves Raymond, and I put it on around 9, 30, 10 o'clock when I go to bed. I, I stopped doing work at night. I used to work until 1, 2 a.m., but I, I'd rather burn just... burn you out. Yeah, I was, it, that was happening to me. Let me ask you a question. Why are you taking the train in to um, a networking event? I understand it was the Knicks and everything. Not that you know, not BLS. I know, you know, but like, why aren't, why don't you have a corporate account with a car service? When you think rich, you're going to grow rich. I appreciate you saying why, that. Why aren't you calling your car service? Now, again, not, not BLS, but you know, a local company out in Hollywood. BLS. <laughs> yeah, sure. BLS. But like, why aren't you using that and saying to your guys, you know, let me come pick you, let me, let my car service come pick you up. But what, Thinking and growing rich, it's the easiest thing in the world. You just have to implement it. And it may sound scary of like, okay, a train ride is, how much is a train ride to get into the city? I, I don't know. Uh, it was From where you are. twenty Round trip was $24 okay. for the two of us. So well, so $48. Maybe, so $48. And yeah, I know you are saving now, right? You don't want to like, you know, blow the, the savings and blow your wad. But like getting to that next level, why aren't you saying opening a, with a car service, getting a negotiated rate, saying I have to go be, I have to be at this event, I have to be at that event, I have to be at this event, even going to or the city. Or you can use your networking prowess to, to hit up a local guy on the island and say I can come in with these types of connections or if you want to come and sponsor one of these events, you know, those, this, this is how, you know, car services grow as well. But do you realize that using a car service is going to elevate you? It's going to level so, you up. I'll tell you this, that, that, that's, that's a great idea. And not to say, again, this is not to sell BLS. I'm not sitting going, we have the best cars and drivers. Because we do. <laughs> RFP. RFP. Humanize. Right. But the point is, is that um, you got to here. You did it. When are you going to go from here to here? Because that's where Eric and I are now in, the, in the, our professional The careers. financial advisor that shows up in the Ferrari, how's that person judged? And going back to the Wasabi comment, it's a personality thing. You know, I, I have a 2012 Mini Cooper, and I, I absolutely adore and love my car. It's a six-speed. Mm -hmm. It's you know, I bought it when I finished my master's. You know, it, it's very special to me. Um, it's not that I don't want to 
being a limousine. It's not that I don't want to pick up those people. And you know what? That's a great idea. I think for the next event that I really need something, I'm going to give my friends over at BLS a call. Sure. But uh, it, it's more of an image thing. It's that, you know, my clients right now, you know, the retainers I have with them, they're not, you know, like, from a startup, you know, a lot of my clients took a risk. You know, my business model doesn't, didn't really exist before I came up with it. You know, my mentor, Gary, you know, uh, Gary Anzalone, he, he's been my mentor for about almost a little under two years now. He had, he had this business model prior to me doing it. And I remember, you know, to digress a little bit, because I think that this is important for you guys to know. I go, I go sailing every Friday in the summertime. That's nice. And the Your boat or you, you, I, rent, you nope, rent the boat? Uh, all about the connections. <laughs> sure. So my friend Jerry, who owns a sailboat, we go sailing every Friday. And Jerry lets me invite anyone I want. And he says, Adam, it's your boat for the, for the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jerry's sailing. You know, he's the one sailing. And I would always invite business connections of people that were similar synergies that could help each other. Because mm -hmm. if you're stuck on a boat for four hours without really a motor, you know, you, you have nothing better to do but to get to know each other. And I remember telling Jerry um, one day, I said, I, I said, Jerry, I really wanted to tell you about a business idea I have, but I don't know what I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to. I said I just want to connect people. I said I just want to help people with their networking. I want to help. You know, it's like it's like the fifty year old that meets his wife at fifty, mm -hmm. and he says, "Why couldn't we have met twenty years sooner? Why couldn't we have had this life and had kids and everything else?" So I feel like if we can, if I can connect people at a shorter pace and get people to know each other and know who they are and be able to do business together and they wouldn't have met without adam holzer almost like a business matchmaker mm -hmm. some people call me a business pimp which yeah. is really funny um some people call me a human linkedin which is funny too but i would i told jerry I said, jerry all i want to do is connect people i just want to help people find connections to help their business grow mm -hmm. whether it's revenue generating directly or if it's not direct revenue generating but it'll help them generate more revenue i said i just want to help businesses grow i have a lot of business knowledge you know when i was working with Matt Vogel, sure. you know, we saw 300 businesses. We got into like the deep dive of their businesses. We knew their pain points. We knew, and we saw common themes with all of them. Mm -hmm. And so I would go sailing with Jerry. And Jerry said to me, after I told him my business idea, he says, oh, Jerry's got an old raspy voice. He goes, ah, oh, you got to talk to Gary. And I, I didn't know who Gary is. And Gary Anzalone, who's been my mentor with this, he owns a company in the city called Razor Consulting. Mm -hmm. And Gary does outsource business development in higher-end facilities, operations, procurement. So that's what kind of led to the business model of it. Um, I don't know how we regressed. For, or, going on a boat, but like you went on someone else's boat, why are you going to ever work up to buying your own boat? So I, I would love to. And it's, for, not, it's not bougie. I, 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 want, I don't just want a boat. I want a captain. How's that? How's that, Mike? Yeah, no. I, but like, the point is, is that we we've, we've flown private before. We're not throwing it in people's faces. Um, you know, we we belong to a country club. We play golf. Like, I want to talk about that too. I saw your post the other day. Um, you know, do you like, know how many views that post got in twenty four hours? I couldn't believe. I out of all your posts, I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't even put a picture or anything. He just said he's like, who wants to, who likes to play golf? No. Hit me up, right? It was, it was just hit me up on a side of DM and, and we'll talk about golf. I don't want to digress yeah. too much because I feel like we're onto something Sorry. here. No, no, no. It's, I'm going to get back to golf. Okay. Believe me, I'm, I'm ending with the golf. But like, you know, don't apologize for, for living a luxurious lifestyle. Don't apologize. You know, I, I respect you that you're driving your Mini Cooper, um, but is that holding you back? Is that thought process? 
of saying, I'm happy with my 2012 Mini Cooper. Is that going to keep you with only 12 clients? Or is that, you know, you're going to say, okay, well, now I have a 2021 Ford Expedition, for argument's sake. It's not a Ferrari. I drive a Chevy Suburban, all right? I'm not bougie at all, right? But but you have to think, the, the bottom line is- You got to think a little bigger. You, you have to think big. And if you were, you know, you're saying that you're still, you know, living off your savings and stuff like that, there's a reason why. And there's no reason that you can't, if you, it's all mindset. You know that. It's, it's all about mindset. Don't limit yourself to what your thoughts are. Thank you. Think ridiculous. Think ridiculous. Think outrageous. Think stupid. You know what? Why don't you have a West Coast Connections for Hire? Seriously. Why aren't you in LA? I'm not kidding. Stop talking about my franchise model. <laughs> no, so, so you're, that's the future, right? Like you want to do something bigger because like this is great for Long Island and I think Long Island's going to take you to here, but man, if, if I mean, you, Manhattan, it's unlimited. You're 30 miles away. Connect, connections for hire is for the potential franchise owner that has connections and has these relationships and just loves networking and loves connecting people. And it's, it's down the path. It's, okay. it's thinking rich. You yeah, have I mean, to. That's, that you have to. But you know, that, that thinking rich, it, it's, it's not about the money. That's exactly it's, right. It's it's never about the money. And you're not we're not slaving for the money. Like we were we were supposed to go to LA next week and um you know the coronavirus hit and we we considered chartering a plane. I'm not apologizing for it, but you know we're, we're in a little bit of a crunch right now, right? The rides are getting canceled and it's it's understandable. We're still doing we're still doing okay, but like we said, we got to get to LA for these meetings. There was a conference that we had to go to. And we said, you know, let's charter a plane and Turned out the meeting, a lot of people from the East Coast were canceling to come into LA. But man, don't apologize for making money. Don't, don't be an asshole. Don't be, a, don't be a, a wolf of Wall Street, you know, rolling up $100 bills and throwing it and burning it. Like fucking, who I saw Grant Cardone burning $100 bills. Like I, I get what you're trying to do, bro. But like, you know, the people are trying to work hard for their shit. Don't, don't. Did you guys see the, um, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Did you see the uh, burning the ships video I made? No. No. Oh my God, this was a really funny video. Uh, so um, back in the 1500s, there was a, a conquistador named Hernan, uh, Hernan Cortez mm -hmm. that it was, um, and I made this video months ago, but it was when I launched my company. And he basically said to his troops, he said, there's no turning back. We're either going to conquer or die. And he burnt, and, and once all him and all of his troops got to the land where they were going to fight, he burned down all the ships so the men couldn't turn back. Mm -hmm. So my friend Anthony Lucidi told, uh, actually, my friend uh, James Ulrich uh, told me the story. So my friend Anthony Lucidi and I went into my backyard. I've, uh, I had a koi pond, I recently got rid of it, but we. I made these paper airplanes, or excuse me, paper boats, mm -hmm. and put them into the pond, and I poured gasoline all of them prior to, and I basically said, "Connections fryers here," and there's no turning back. Yeah. And I burned the ships down. No, you just what's what's past in your life has just been prologue to the connect to connections for hire. You're just starting out, and, and your mindset is going to take you to where you want to go. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to expand on what Michael says, and please. We'll, we'll, we'll call it quits after this because we can keep going, but you're, okay. you're more than welcome to come back. Um, it, it, I'm surprised that a country club is not part of your repertoire. Dude, that was what I was going to start I am, with. I am shocked. 
So there's a country club that recently approached me. Um, they offered me a really nice deal to join their country club. I've had a couple of country clubs actually approach me and give me discounted memberships because they, they know that I bring a lot of people and everything else. But you uh, can do your events there. It's super social. It's where it's at. When, when you're, uh, every minute that you're not at a country club, you're wasting that minute. Seriously, especially you. You, you are an amazing golfer, from what I understand. You have a handicap, I think, of like eight or something. Or no, I'm not an amazing golfer. Oh, okay, right, maybe I read uh, that somewhere but else. I, but I will tell you this. I did, uh, <laughs> I did leave all of my drivers and, and all of my hybrids in my shed last year. Right. And my game improved by about 15 strokes around. Sure. Um, I, I hit my five iron about 185 straight. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna expound. <laughs> I'm gonna expound on what Eric said. I don't know why you're not part of the the the. You you could probably belong to two clubs at this point because the you are so the in demand. The connections that you make at those places is we off met, the charts. We met some amazing people. Uh, we belong. We could say where we belong. Yeah, right? Mutton Town. We belong to Mutton Town, and it's corporate owned. Yeah, it's not member owned, which we love. It's pay for play, mm -hmm. and um. It's not stuffy. It's young. It's hip. We're meeting a lot of young people our age, uh, you know, networking their asses off. But you would be the king of the country club. I don't know why you wouldn't consider you gotta, something. You got to like do that. it. The season's coming up. It's got to. And be if you want us to introduce you to our guys over at Muttontown, I don't know if you would make the commute. But I know some great courses out in Suffolk County too. Yeah, there's a course um, around the corner from my office, about a mile away. It's uh, not the not the most prestigious course, but Start it's, small though. I guess to start, I, I got I got to figure it out because you know my, it goes back to time. If if my clients constantly see me on the golf course, or if my clients see me ri arriving in a limousine, or you know, like it's not it's I, not like that. It's not like that. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But we don't. We listen. We don't want to force you to do anything. We no, I hear like, you. We, we're, maybe, we're, maybe I'm just not. Listen, I'm not on that dimension. You guys are on a different dimension, and you guys see it, and I, I, I appreciate and respect the, it. The point is, is that like, I call it leveling up, right? We're big Mario Brother guys. Like we grew up playing. I mean, maybe that was some subconscious thing that we called this thing Oaken Bros, and it's really you know it's Mario Brothers and everything the way it's spelled. <laughs> so the idea is that like. We were always so private. The Oaken family in particular was so private. We didn't, we, we never networked. We I never mean, networked. We, we, didn't, we didn't go to networking groups or anything like that. We never told people what we do. And it really stemmed from our father. Our dad was a really private guy. And then when he passed, Eric and I said, well, we're going to take the gamble, right? The dice, right? We're, go we're going because we're, we're big gamblers and we're going to go all in on LinkedIn. We're going to network the hell out of this. And we're going to pull back the curtain on who BLS and the Oaken family really is. And it was the biggest boom to our business. And it could have backfired. People could have been like, these motherfuckers are playing golf. You know, these, these, these young Turks are doing a podcast. We don't reveal who's in the back of the car. We rarely ever talk about anything personally, unless it's like the kids are sick at home. But like everything with Eric and I, it's, it's, it's about growth. But not like our banker. He is literally. You might know him, Greg Makovsky. I do not know him. He he's, belongs to that yeah, LIAA in Hop Dog thing. He, he's yeah, he, he, he networks like crazy, and he plays golf virtually almost every day during the summer. It's not because he's not playing golf alone. He's taking his clients out, and then not only that, you know, like I'll run into him at restaurants for lunch, and he's with clients, and um, 
you know, by him playing golf and, and doing those types of things, it's all about whining and dining. Do you know what people will feel if you say to your contact, you're taking work off Friday, you're going to come with me, we're going to go play 18 holes at my club. Do you know what people will feel? They're going to feel love. They're going to feel cherished. They're going to feel, man, this, this kid knows what's up. They're not going to go, this rich motherfucker is trying to impress. Listen, you're not... If you're going to say, let my car service pick you up, come on, let me take you from here to there. Seriously. I, just for the record, like you talk about dreaming, like it's but not even dreaming, it's, it's what, a reality. That's what this podcast is all about. It's about setting massive goals and attaining them. What I'm thinking of is this. I, I think we're freaking him out a little bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this. It's overwhelmingly exciting because, you know, I went from survival mode to just being profitable to what's next and you know this is my first time ever making goals in my career my uh the gentleman greg i mentioned before mr wasabi he he told me uh, he came up with I, I adapted and modified this a little bit for myself but i came up with five personal and five business goals and i had and i and they're level one and level twos so they're prerequisites for each other mm -hmm. and you know an example of level one is you know going to the gym three days a week example level two is going to the gym five days a week an example of a business one was to grow, you know, connections for hire to X amount in revenue. And then level two is to grow to this amount in revenue. And, you know, they're, they're causes and effects. And I think now I need to have, uh, you know, pulling up in the luxury Uber as uh, a level one to the BLS limo as the level two. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and it, it all matters and it, and it all, um, it's the energy. And like what you said before, the vibes, the energy, if you're going to exude confidence if you're going to exude wealth if you're going to exude that that you're the man on long island in new york specifically long island because we're starting with this you know we're starting here now you are the go-to if you need anything when it comes to business development growth i need to know uh, a new accounting firm i'm going to adam for that see now from a from a business perspective i'm going to ask you guys this question is i would love to be you know like what in the previous companies i've been in when any time that I've ever given or I've ever connected people, I've never asked for anything in return. So I've never said, you know, oh, I need a commission or I need a finder's fee or I need a success fee. In my business model now, I have a sales portion of that built in. But in the past, before my connections for hire existed, I would always just help people and connect people just to help and to, to give. And whenever somebody would say to me, like, how can I help you? I'd always say, you know, use me as a resource. You know, if you ever need something, if you need to know a tax attorney, if you need to know someone in banking, if you need to exactly. know, use me as a resource, because if you use me as a resource and you text me and say, hey, my client has a problem with the credit card processing, um, do you know somebody? Right. If I'm able to recommend or refer someone that's vetted, qualified, exactly. someone that's in my network that demonstrates those five characteristics I mentioned earlier, and I can connect them. Now, I just created an evangelist, you know, a raving fan of Adam Holzer's that is going to come to me for advice or resource, whatever it is. And like, I don't want, I don't know how to monetize that. And I don't want to monetize it by the success of your finders. Maybe, maybe I don't monetize it. Maybe I have, you know, you said, uh, Adam's list. you said Adam's list before where maybe it's a, a subscription model where for X amount of dollars, people have access to Adam's list and what that looks like. I want to tell you something. I have a really good friend. I'm big shout out. You may know him. You may not. Paulie Granito. We met him at our country club. Paulie's a money manager. He manages celebrities. Sounds like a guy that shows up at Knicks games and limos. And, and he, he does. Is. And he is. He's the, he's the, and I, I hope Paulie, I'm going to tell Paulie listen to this. The greatest guy in the world. Um, he I need something. He knows Everybody. You want to talk about a master networker? Everybody. You want to talk about a master networker? This kid is the king. Ask and him he, if he knows Adam Holzer because I don't know him. 
He, he probably does. But the, the point is, the point is, is that when, when I said, man, Paulie, you know, um, we're trying to change banks. He's like, let me introduce you to my guy. He, he introduces to this guy. It, did, it didn't work didn't out because they don't do that. Paulie, yeah. oh, man, I need a lawyer. Let me introduce you to my guy. Doesn't charge. I said, Paulie, what can I get? You want nothing, nothing. He said, maybe we'll play around the golf this summer together. You don't charge for that. You charge for your expertise. And you, you bring on more clients. That's what's going to make you richer, right? Not monetarily. It's going to make you richer. It's going to bring on more sales. It's going to bring on more growth. But it's your, it's, I'm telling you, your attitude has to complete. You, you have to eat the mushroom and elevate, a la Mario Brothers. I'm telling you, your business well, looks is, You have something it's, it's, it's so Ga incredible It's Gary here. V 101. How much, how much does Gary give away? How much does that man give away? In and a, free and then, content. And then in a roundabout way, it all comes back to him. And then, and then he charges them for his services when he does the Coca-Cola campaign. Yeah, it's Gary Vee saying, well, how am I going to charge to go on LinkedIn? No one's going to buy that shit, but he wrote a book. Yep. But you know what? You networking to be the king of Long Island, which you are clearly aiming for that goal, either it's subconscious or you know that you're going to be the king of Long Island, you, you have to elevate yourself. If you're going to stay here, you're never going to get to that next level. That's just my advice. I appreciate the advice. Yeah, and you could either take it or you could say, oh, I'm not really interested. In, and I get it, but you have an amazing I was always here. surprised, like growing up, like we have a two-year plan, a three-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Like we know exactly where we want to go. And I'd always be shocked to hear when I would ask people and they're just like, no, I'm good. Yep. I call them uh, hamsters and wheels. Yeah, but they're happy. They're happy. And, and, and there's, there's nothing. Absolutely happy if, hamsters. If you're, if you're happy doing whatever you're doing, that's great. If you're happy going to that level, but I never knew life without, you know, okay, we hit it here. Let's go over here now. There's a great book. I don't want to get too much into it, but there's a great book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I know, you, you know you're not much of a book guy. Get it on an audio book. I'm going to get into the, uh, I'm going to get into the reading. And the, and the audio books. Get on audio books. You have, no, you have no excuse not to listen to an audible if you're on a train ride. Or the, single, the single greatest book that I've not even read that I've listened to was The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. Okay. That is, that is my Bible as far as the way that I think. And it's, it's all about that there's a thinking stuff that permeates and penetrates and fills the inner spaces of the universe. And your, that all that means is that your thoughts are material. So when you think your thought in your head, it comes true. It may not come true right now. You can't say, I want a hamburger and have it come true right here. You have to take action. You have to take action. But uh, your thoughts are more powerful than you think. And, and if, the, if you recognize that, you, then you can control your own destiny. And the power of your subconscious mind, I'm not telling you to listen to it next year or the year after. After this podcast is done, download Audible. Get the account. I think it's like 15 bucks a month or something. The Science of Getting Rich is free. You can find that anywhere. Yeah, well, you can do that. You can listen public, to it on it's YouTube. It's public domain. Yeah. Right. It was written in 1910. The power of your subconscious mind will change your life. It'll change your existence. It, it, you, and it's the easiest and stupidest thing to do. For real. And if you want a, an amalgamation, I think, I, I don't know if I pronounced that right, uh, a culmination of what the Science of Getting Rich is about and what um, the power of your subconscious mind is about, that's my book, Just Ask the Universe. And I'm not trying to hawk my book. It really, if you program your subconscious mind, and I saw some things here that you're programming your mind 
to not take you to that next level. I, no, I, I appreciate you calling me out on it. I'd rather you call me out on it than not. <laughs> on air, nonetheless. <laughs> Thank you. Like please call of, me I out. I hope this thing gets 10,000 views from all of his network. But like you literally have unlimited power with this. You have unlimited potential. This is not a, a, an idea that's going to be like, You're, I got and, 12 and also, clients. I'm happy. I'm done. Your clients knowing where you came from to see you leveling up. If they have those five qualities, they're not going to say, fuck you. They're going to say, I have 10 more clients I, I want to bring to you. They're, they're going to say he's right. doing it. And that's amazing. It, and the people that leave because you took them golfing, for those people that go, oh, he thinks he's too rich now or something, let him go. You're going to lose one. You're going to gain 10. It's, thank you. It's the laws of the universe. It worked. Do you know we, how many times we would lose an account? And gain. <laughs> and, then, and then gain something even bigger? It happens up, almost up. like weekly at this right. point. We lose accounts. Shit happens. I had a conference call with someone yesterday. They said the team just doesn't want to use you guys. They, they, want, to, to, they want to use a mom and pop A mom and pop company in, in New Jersey. And I said, keep them with the mom and pop company. I'm happy someone else is getting that um, business. You know, if it was a big competitor like ours, eh, it's not really fair. They're using a mom and pop company because they like them. Good. Keep it. Right? Minutes after that, I got an email with this massive RFP coming out. You're interested in participating with another company. Um, that, that, that's, the way, that's the way the universe works. It's, it's about synchronicities. I just made a post on synchronicities. The key is to recognize. The key is to recognize your thoughts. The key is to recognize the synchronicities. And then everything else falls into place. Nothing is by accident. I really appreciate the advice. And, Are we uh, blowing your mind right now? You know, it's, I actually really like feedback. Uh, I'm, I'm a feedback junkie because I do want to be the best I could be. It's, it, it goes back to, you know, efficiency. And I really like the feedback you're giving me. I'm, I'm thinking a lot. That's hence a lot of my silence now is because I'm thinking. Yeah, you're the thinking, of a podcast. But, you're, but you're apologizing for, for, for getting rich. You're, you're apologizing the for the biggest it. bunch of bullshit. I've Don't ever apologize heard. for it. Don't be an asshole. Don't be give, a give, you know, give, you continue giving, give, join a country club. And have events every year at the country club. Have have golf outings. Every we'll week? fucking sign up. We'll sign up in a heartbeat. We'll sponsor that shit. Are you kidding me? Networking is not just, I'm really happy with my Mini Cooper. You might be happy with your Mini Cooper. But again, that's going to keep you here. Okay. It's going to keep you there. Thank you. I need to. I think I need to hang out with you guys that'll, a little bit more often. That'll be, that'll be twenty dollars. That's fine. <laughs> twenty. <laughs> Selling our shit short, man. A hundred grand for this shit. No, anyway. You were amazing, and and I know we can't. I mean, like we're good. It's perfect. That was that was that was fabulous. Where um, tell our audience of four people where they can seventy three subscribers. Really? But you know, listen, it's not about the subscribers on, on YouTube. Yeah. The, the LinkedIn reach is unbelievable. Tell everyone. Show you. Put your card in the air. Well, we're gonna we're gonna show his logo. <laughs> Send me the logo. Where, so where can people find you? Give you domains, Twitter feeds, everything. All right. Where so can you find the master holzer. Am I looking at that camera? No, look at me. Looking look at, at that look camera. At me. Say to me. Say to me. Right in the eyes. Yes, look at me right in the eyes. <laughs> uh, so name of the company is Connections for Hire. We are an outsourced business development firm helping you find the right connections to tailor make your business with mutually beneficial relationships. And you can find us at www.connectionsforhire.com, the number four, or the, new, the letters four, F-O-R, but the number four is cooler. And just uh, follow me on LinkedIn, uh, just my personal page, Adam Holzer. I enjoy doing things on my personal page. It promotes the business subliminally. And I really appreciate Mike and Eric taking the time right now to have me on their podcast. I've Thank been looking you. forward to this for a while since you guys launched this. Thank you. And I watch the majority of your episodes, by the Thank way. Thank you. And you, whoever does your editing does a great job. 
Harvey. The, the master in what, Vancouver? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. This guy Harvey. Er, I got so greatest. lucky finding him, but it, I don't think it's luck. It's, 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 the, it's universe. the universe. He was, he was the first person to respond back when I posted about what we were trying to do. And he didn't have much, um, he didn't have much credentials on there, much history, but I'm like, you know what? He was the first to respond and I'll go with him. And we got so lucky because when we finally had the Skype where we finally, cause he started doing things and then we finally had a Skype and he's like, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm watching your stuff with my wife. And he's like, I'm editing it with my wife next to me. And she's like, she's like, my wife is like, you're connected to these guys. She's like, everything that they're saying, you agree with 100%. We got so lucky. Literally, I'll send him this podcast right after this. I'm going to upload it to Google Drive. I'm going to send it to him. And it's in his hands. He picks what I post on LinkedIn. He, we create the content, and then he goes and just edits it. And then, of course, if I don't like something, I'll, I'll go back and say, hey, change this to this. Do this there. I'd like to have, if you guys can have, I really enjoy the, the scroll through pictures that you have on LinkedIn now with the, um, the bubble. The yeah. Yeah. I would really love it if I could have a carousel with you guys. If we could tell Harvey to have some type of a carousel with like done. Adam's mind being blown, like put like some type of an effect in there. Yeah, done. Not even a question. Yeah, no. The, the carousels, if you're interested, they the, the it's our biggest the engagement. The re, there's a reason why we keep doing them. The engagement rate is unbelievable, and the viewership is huge. Who's doing your social media for you guys? I am. This man you are. Right here. Yep. You want to do my social media? <laughs> <laughs> Look in the face. Let me tell you something. Eric said something so brilliant, and and we can keep running for a few more minutes. I got to tell you, Eric said something so brilliant on a few podcasts before. Every CEO of their business should stop selling, and they should be doing their own social media. Every major CEO is the face of their company. You're the face of Connections for Hire. You have to be delegating your work. Let other people do it, and you should be like what Eric is doing on LinkedIn twenty four seven. You guys should you Facebook, LinkedIn. We just we just went to the limo show in Vegas. Literally every five feet, I was stopped about the podcast about LinkedIn. They're like, "How do you do it? How do you, it's like it's not hard. You just have to do it. You have to find your voice." But you should have been like, "Let let me show you. Just go here. All right, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> 87, 88, 92. Yeah. Are you you mentioned earlier that you want to do a podcast. Is that something that's in your cards? So I've really wanted to do one. I, you did an interview with. I remember seeing a young lady on uh, at, a, at a table, and you were just. Kind of like throwing ideas back and forth. Um, I don't remember her name, but I remember watching it. Yeah, uh, I would love to do a podcast. I I literally have a twenty dollar tripod that's it. from. That's all you need. Yeah, that's how we started. That's how we started. Yep. Or you could do it through here. You, you know? can just you, honestly just change your phone to four K, put it on a tripod and record. Yeah, I they make, they make wireless microphones and it's, it's with the with the amount of people I meet with. It would be very beneficial for me and for them to have it. It's just time. And I don't know how the time works with being able to post it and everything else and the editing or if there is editing. And you tell me you don't know any graphic designers? I just know a couple. A couple thousand? You tell me you don't know any editors and, and, Here, and stuff like that? You, you, guys, here's I can the, you. Come on. Here's the master networker. I'm not bad. Listen, I'm really good at giving and I'm horrible at asking. I don't ask for anything. I'm, I'm amazing at giving because it's just my personality. I'm horrible at asking for things like th this upcoming year. You um, can go on Upwork and you can literally get one of those artist things. You can send them files and you can tell them what to make. And they, you can literally get it made for five bucks. Okay. Literally less. Okay. Less. You can literally go on any one of those freelancing websites, let alone asking for free. You can go and get online and get it done for five. I'd rather I'd rather pay for it and get F it done. Five bucks. Okay. That's that's all it would take. I just need. I, 
it's upwork.com. Put an ad saying, I want someone to make art for LinkedIn for me. I'll pay you $5 per uh, slide. I literally hear Adam's brain like swelling up. It's so big right now. Like, like just like <laughs> this, this explosion. I have a potential and... client meeting right after this. And I'm going to. Yeah, it's okay. Where? Uh, Woodbury. I'm good. Oh, Woodbury. Five yeah. Minutes, five minutes away. No, I'm not worried about it. It's just my, my head's going to explode before the meeting. So it's, it's, which is cool. Which but is your, cool. your thing is all about networking. And LinkedIn it's, it's is all about, it's all about right. working hard. It's all about working smarter, not harder. All right. All right. We're done with this therapy session. This was a great, this was great. I loved it. Did you like it? I, I got a you, lot of value out of listening you to you guys. You motivated us to, to network more. Yes. And to say, you know what, we probably should get yes. involved. I, I know you I was, got, I was You guys should have manager. a conversation with my client, um, Steve Ramarini from Compel. You, got, you guys would really enjoy meeting him. He's someone that the BLS brand in general would, would have a, it would be a worthwhile conversation. We're getting clients on a podcast, I would have thought, right? Yeah. Is, you know, like whether anything happens or not. Eric, uh, Eric, Eric's happy place growing up was sitting on uh, in his bed and playing World of Warcraft. No, uh, not, uh, War, Warcraft Two. Warcraft Two on America Online. Right, America on on, Amer on AOL. And uh, you know, I want to go out and you know, dinner and drinks and, and the extrovert and the introvert. Kind of like a bookend to this. Imagine podcast. if you guys had a middle brother. Oh, we'd beat the shit out of him. <laughs> fucking extrovert, <laughs> fucking introvert. This guy, that poor kid, that poor kid. <laughs> oh, forget it. We'd be pulling him in two different directions. Anyway, um, you know, Eric getting to that networking thing. I see him now. Um, how he blossomed and came out of his well, shell. I realized that if I wanted to get to the next level, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And this was a this was a learned skill for me. I didn't come out knowing how to do this. I didn't, I couldn't monologue for three minutes to save my life. And now being able to do that or say, say that on a podcast or go on LinkedIn or go in front of a client, you know, or get in front of a, a crowd of people with a microphone, uh, that was a learned skill. So I had to, it's, it's funny when, when I network, you know, I meet a lot of people, it's funny. So you, the first thing that people usually say is what do you do? And I hate that fucking question. What do you do? Most people hate what they do. And you know, you want to talk about like someone being passionate and someone being genuine and authentic is when you say, what do you do to somebody? They literally say, all right, I have the spotlight. I have 30 seconds to say what I do and I have to make it a perfect. I hope it's a perfect one because if it's not perfect, they might not give me business. I have 30 seconds and I'm going to tell them what I do. And some people talk for five minutes. I like to tell, when I first meet somebody, I say, oh, tell me about yourself. And, and, and the first thing they'll say is, well, I'm a banker. And I said, no, 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 no. That's what you do. Tell me about yourself. Exactly. And I get to know who people exactly. are. And you know what? When you want to meet somebody and you want to get to know if you like them and you're vetting them and qualifying them as like a first impression, when they talk about themselves and they say, well, you know, I, I have a, a two-year-old daughter. Her name is Molly. And, you know, it's, it's actually really funny. This morning before I left the house, you know, she was dressing up as a princess wearing my wife's heels. And like you could really break down that wall. When you first meet somebody, there's a wall up. 100%. And and depending on how that conversation Speaking goes, our language. that that wall can either get completely built up and you're not getting through to each other, 100%. or you can just knock that wall down. And go, it goes back to the wasabi comment. A lot of people aren't comfortable knocking that wall down. It's like, well, who are you? Why am I going to tell you about my kids? Why am I going to tell you that I That's this is exactly what I like to do with my hobby? Right. Exactly. And it's like, you know what? You don't need to tell me. But you know what? If we're going to have a second date, if we're going to have a follow up conversation over some tea, then. I want to know who you are because if I if I know what you do and I don't like you, why am I going to do business with you? You are one hundred percent on the money, for real. I agree with everything you just said. Everything with that, 
We're done. We're done. We're, done. We're kicking him out. We're done. He's got another meeting. We got to anyway. get back to work. Thank you, Adam, guys. That was us. awesome, dude. Adam, thank you, guys. Like, like, subscribe, and everyone, check out Connections for Hire. This guy is the real deal. He's a sweet kid. Peace out, guys. Peace, everybody.